I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, you can email your questions into jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You see Chip Roy? Daggone, Chip Roy went off about the red flag loss and the gun stuff. The gentlelady from Texas asked, do we want guns in the hands of dangerous people? And the answer to that question is, of course not. But the question, the only question that matters is, who constitutes a dangerous person? Who gets to decide and why? That's the important part here. That's what we're talking about when we talk about due process. We have laws on the books, and I believe every state in the union, so-called Baker Act provisions, to civilly commit individuals who are a danger to themselves and others. We have such a law in Texas. But we didn't use it, and we didn't use it against a young man who wasn't in school, was harming defenseless animals, was talking about raping women, was clearly not well, and we didn't use it. There are more people killed in the United States by hands and knives than rifles. I don't want a crazy guy in my school with or without the ability to have a weapon. We should actually be serious about committing people who have mental health problems. Like redheads. Oh, it's fine, Chris. We can make jokes. It's fine. Did you, did you hear Ilhan Omar? The guts on this woman? And I'm going to get to the Ask Dr. Jesse question in a second. She just steams me so bad because she came from Somalia. 
Somalia, in case you don't know, I'm going to try to be delicate here, is the biggest dump on planet Earth. It's a disgusting, war-torn dump. The people there are desperate. They are stuck surrounded by warlords and disease, and the women are treated like cattle. It is a total dump. And the Ilhan Omar, the Omar family managed to escape that, and they live here. And this is her with that stupid voice of hers. We have to be a country that refuses to have women in my generation and the generation before enjoy more freedoms than my daughter's generation and the next. Republicans will say they are the party of freedom and liberty, but they are the party that doesn't believe in liberty and freedom for women. Democrats are the party that is protecting your freedom and expanding liberty. I can't do it. I can't do her voice anymore. Dear Cheese Whiz Kelly, you frequently speak about getting out of blue states and moving to red ones. I plan on doing this. My employer still requires masks to be worn, and now illegals will be driving around and voting legally in my state. I will be making plans to leave as soon as possible. My question is, where should I go? My parents are foregoing retirement and moving to Florida to get out of this communist-infested trash state. I trust Heavy D more than Greg Abbott, but I also have family in Texas and may be able to find better pay working in Texas. I try to think it isn't about the money and want to keep my parents close to being, uh, as possible to being around my grandkids, but I want to be able to support my family on my own because I'm at an age and I'm unsure that I can in Florida with my skills. What would you do in my situation? He says, thanks, love the show. Says, I can say his name and he wants a bar fart sound effect? There you go. At delivered for Patrick. Where should you go? All right. First and foremost, I get these questions a lot of where should I go? Where should I go? Where should I go? And you mentioned work and where you can make money. A lot of where I've moved, because I've had to move around a lot, a lot of where I've moved has always been a money decision. I mean, my family moved from Ohio to Montana because we wanted, you know, I mean, parent, my parents wanted something better when I was 10. But from there, every other move was a money decision. Either we were flipping homes trying to make money or they had moved their business to Arizona when I was in the Marines because it was better to make money. Or I moved from Arizona to D.C. because it was the only way I could stay in politics and make any money. I moved to Dallas because that's where I... I mean, I've just moved to Dallas. I guess that wasn't a money decision. But then moved from Dallas to Houston because I had a better opportunity selling RVs in Houston than I was selling RVs in Dallas. I think, I think when it comes to that kind of stuff, you don't have to nail yourself down if you're out there looking for a place to move. You can pick a place and just go. But I will tell you, I've always moved based on employment and it has served me pretty well. Now, this is a question that is going to be a toughie because there's a lot of it out there now. Law enforcement. For so many years, for my entire life, the Republican Party has been the party that was considered pro-law enforcement. Thin blue line, blue lives matter, all that kind of stuff. What's happening now is that is changing. It is changing, and it's changing really for very specific reasons. COVID and the Black Lives Matter riots, those were things that changed how people view law enforcement. And the FBI, honestly, is probably the biggest one. I shouldn't leave them out. It's a big one. It's fair, and it's unfair. The question the guy has is, 
Fauci got nothing done without Leo oppressing their fellow humans for a paycheck. He wants to know my thoughts. He blamed law enforcement for that. I don't think that's entirely fair, but it's not entirely unfair. Here's, here's the truth. Here's the truth. Michael Malice, who I have on the show a lot, is fond of saying the cops will enforce every single order they're giving up to and including the execution of innocent children. Now, I don't think that's necessarily true. It's not necessarily that untrue either. What I mean is this. The FBI is disgusting, and it's broken, and it's corrupt, and it's run by communists, and the street agents on the ground are communists. It's a really, really bad place that should be broken up into a thousand pieces and scattered to the winds, to quote JFK. Not really, but kind of. Urban law enforcement. What you've seen is this. You've seen a lot of urban law enforcement in places like New York City and Philly and Chicago and L.A. and other places. You've seen them back off from people you believe deserve to be crushed. And I believe deserve to be crushed. Antifa, Black Lives Matter, they're shattering windows, getting in people's faces, stopping traffic. You want law enforcement to go down and start putting some people on the ground and throwing them in handcuffs and fire some beanbag rounds into some people and get these animals off the street. You want to get them rounded up and kicked out. And you're not seeing that. It's not happening. In fact, we pointed out last week, the Dallas cops, when they had that drag event and some guy was protesting, but then trying to walk down the sidewalk away and he got surrounded by that mob of a bunch of rainbow people bumping him, chest bumping him, I mean, basically assaulting him. That counts as assault. And the cops surround the guy who was getting bumped. Didn't have a word to say to the protesters. Just surrounded this guy. The reason I say it's fair and unfair is this. If you're looking at an unequal application of laws and force in big cities, that's 100% true and fair. It is. It is. The, The police department's there. They've been purged. Not completely at all. But they've been mostly purged of some of the great ones. And even the the really, really good ones, they're trying to get them out now. And they're trying to fill the police force with a bunch of servant lemmings who will beat up who the Democrat politicians want beat up and let go who the Democrat politicians want let go. That's fair. If you hate a lot of the trends of urban policing, that's fine. If you hate a lot of trends of the FBI, I mean, you should hate the entire FBI by this point in time. That's fine. Where it's unfair is this. This stuff isn't happening with any of the law enforcement agencies in my area at all. It's not. I'm friends with a bunch of our local cops and the sheriff's department here. They're on our side. In fact, the sheriff's department might be the most important focus we have going forward, you and me, as far as taking the country back. You know we should be running for sheriff. You know anyone can run for sheriff, right? You know you don't have to be a cop, career in law enforcement. I mean, that helps if you are. It's a political post where you're elected. We should own the sheriff's departments out there. Our police departments, our sheriff's departments, in my blood-red, more rural area, they're fine. I think taking something terrible a cop does in Minneapolis and applying it to cops everywhere is ridiculous. Now, it's not that rural cops can't be terrible and horrible and trash. Of course they can. Anyone can. That's, that's human nature. 
I don't think we need to, in the same way the left was always wrong, to say, all oh, the, oh, the cops suck. I think we'd be equally wrong in saying that, and we need good cops on our side. But remember, we've demonized them to the point where the good guys are leaving and only scumbags are joining, and it's a big problem. These, these cop friends of mine, they talk about it all the time. All right. Somebody has a pride event about to happen in their town, don't want it to happen. How can we stop that? Somebody wants me to shoot him with a hero gun. Somebody else wants to know the all-time best Western movie. We have more inflation talk and more coming up on the Jesse Kelly Show. But let's also talk about you and how well you shoot. How often do you practice? Is it enough? I mean, I know the answer is no. Because none of us practice enough. I'm guilty too. And I'm guilty of making all the same excuses you make for why I don't go to the range. Don't have time. Don't feel like it. Got family obligations. Got to get to work. I don't want to spend the money on ammo. I don't want to spend the money on gas. I have all your excuses. Same ones. I use the same ones. But I have a Mantis X system now. So now I'm out of excuses because my Mantis X system attaches to my weapon and allows me to practice in the comfort of my home. There are no excuses left. Get a Mantis X system because you have to practice with your right hand, with your left hand, staling, standing, kneeling, moving. You have to practice. I have to practice. Get a Mantis X system and practice. MantisX.com. MantisX.com. Go get your Mantis today. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. If you want to email me, you can. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Look, we have to be... We have to be aware of what's happening with police forces across the country. And these veteran cops email me all the time to say, look, this endless public demonization of every cop and every time there's a cop shooting or every time there's, quote, excessive force used, it may feel good in the moment and you're standing up for the little guy. But what you're doing is you're telling talented cops with options they should go do something else. So they go do something else. You fill your police force with a bunch of losers and that's not good. It's not good. Look, things like this are a big deal. In Oakland tonight, defunding the police has become a reality. The L.A. City Council has taken its first step in defunding the LAPD. Today, the council voted to cut the budget by $150 million. Do we agree that we can redirect some of the funding? Yes. I do believe that we need to reallocate resources away. So yes, defund your butts. The city council passed the New York City budget, which includes redistributing $1 billion from the NYPD budget. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources. That endless, endless cop bashing has had a real cost. It's Unbelievably, that endless cop bashing by Democrats has ended up with a much more Democrat-friendly police force across the country, as intended. Because people on the right aren't going to stand there. It's just like the soft purge of the military. The soft purge of the military is a big deal. In fact, actually, I have a, uh, I have a special coming out tonight on my TV show. The first, I have one on the soft purge of the military. Chris, I have a little clip of that. Do you have that? I have a little one-minute clip that's going around social media. Everyone's mad about it. More than just the LGBTQ insanity stuff, women have 
no place on a deployed naval vessel at all. I don't care if that offends you. I need to clarify that. You're welcome to email in and yeah, I don't care. It doesn't mean anything to me. Ask anyone who was serving in the Navy when women got integrated on the ships. Ask them how that worked out. It's not anti-women. It's not anti-men. It's pro-biology. Stuff a bunch of women on a ship with a bunch of 18-year-old men. And what do you think is going to happen? Romance, drama, disaster. Lots of things are going to happen that don't involve getting the Navy ready or keeping the Navy ready to fight battles. They, of course, decided to try this in other units, too, like my beloved Marine Corps. Oh, we definitely need women... And the infantry, we need female infantry officers. One of, if not the first female infantry officer was there for about 15 minutes before she was pregnant from somebody within her own platoon that she was supposed to be commanding. All this leads to the soft purge of the military. There's a lot of that that'll be available tonight on the first TV, 9 p.m. Eastern. Oh, and don't forget, you can watch me do radio now. The suit, Look, the suits wanted it. And now that's what you get. That's why there's a sombrero hanging behind me. And we actually have a gun here on the desk. Yes, it's loaded and ready to go. We have all kinds of stuff. If you'd like to see any of that, you have to go sign up to watch it. Go to thefirsttv.com slash jesse. Thefirsttv.com slash jesse and sign up for the simulcast. It's like $100 for the year or something like that. Did you see this? Did you see this about the sheriff's department in Michigan? This is not good. Gas prices are so high. The Isabella County Sheriff's Office here says they've actually blown through their fuel budget already. So they will respond to some non-emergency calls by phone. Try to resolve those issues by phone. Call 911 and they don't have the gas money to come help. (laughs) 911, what's your emergency? I need you out here right now. Oh, hey, I'd love to, but I am on E right now. And we simply can't. We simply can't fill up again. Golly. <clears throat> Hi, Jesse. I learned that on Saturday, our town is having a pride fest downtown. They're having two drag shows on an outside stage, and it's being pushed as a family-friendly event. I can't believe this is happening in our town because I live in Arkansas, and you can throw a rock in this town. You can't throw a rock in this town without hitting a church. The same sickos that are putting this on have already ruined our local library. I refuse to take our children there anymore because the kids section is filled with pride flags and inappropriate books. What do I need to do as a Christian mom about this? Thank you for your help. And she didn't say I could say her name. You say you live in a town. Let's say, let's say your town's a hundred thousand people. It's not tiny. It's a decent sized town for sure. Sure. Your town has a city council or a town council. Do you have any idea how many constituents contact one of those city council members in a, in a given day? Do you have any idea how many? Five. Maybe ten. These people, nobody talks to them. Nobody reaches out to them. Nobody goes down to their office to let them know how they feel. Nobody. You've never talked to your city councilman. It never even occurred to you to do so. No one gets in contact with these guys. This is why I encourage so much local activism and local control. You're in a small town where they're putting on these events that violate the values, not only of you, of the entire town. Here's what you do. Use their weapons against them, mainly social media. Get on social media. Get on whatever you're on, on there, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you're on. Gather a group, a large one if you can get it, of like-minded mothers and fathers 
get a hold of your church if you go to one. And if your pastor has any, uh, I can't say that word. If your pastor has any guts, tell him to help organize it too. And all of you, don't just call an email. Organize getting your butts down to City Hall and make your presence known in that City Hall. Be polite. Be legal. Don't violate a single law. Make sure every city councilman knows that the gigantic group of people, he's never encountered a gigantic group of people. Your city councilman has fundraisers to raise money for running for office, and he has 10 people show up. You know how I know? Because I go to these events, and I know how many people actually show up. He's never encountered a group of 20 or 30 or 50 of any kind, ever. Now, what if 50 people show up and you say, you pull the permit for this event now. You stop this event now. He's going to soil his granny panties and go get that event stopped. This is what I mean by we have to change our mentality. And I do too. I'm not pointing fingers. I want you to understand. I do too. We have to become activists. How do these things keep happening in a small Bible Belt town like that? How's that happen? Well, the people who wanted it to happen were more devout about their religion than you were about yours. I'm pointing fingers at myself here. They were active. They were down there making it happen. We must become activists. Get loud. Send emails. Make phone calls. Organize gigantic groups. They've laid out the blueprint for how to take a culture because they took over ours. They, they told us how. Let's go and do likewise, huh? All right. Someone has a question about Chris. We have a merch update. Update Greatest Westerns. Um... Putting your money where your morals are. All that's still to come on the Jesse Kelly Show. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday, and Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. So... Sheriff's Department, as I just played for you, they announced they're, they're going to some 911 calls they're not coming to because they blew through the fuel budget. See this high gas prices posing challenges for ambulance services. These things. This is what's so wild is you, you sit at home. I know you do this because I do this and you try to game out in your head how all this stuff is going to work and what's going to be affected by it. And that's why I love your emails so much because it. It gives me a different perspective on whatever your field is on what's being affected and where it helps me, helps me learn and game stuff out. But you think you have stuff worked out in your mind. Oh, man, it's going to kill this. It's going to kill that. I never even thought about ambulances. Of course, right? Of course it would. And these things don't all operate in some. I mean, we're, we're so used to something in America. We're so blessed. We're so used to something to where you pick up the phone. Uh, you know, my dad's having a heart attack. There's going to be an ambulance on the way. You just, you're used to that. We're used to that being the norm. We're not used to, ooh, sorry, we don't have any more gas. Oh, uh, that service in that town, it shut down. We were under budget. That We're not used to having the no one's coming to save you talk because that's a scary talk. But dang, if it ain't coming. Oh, it gives me the skeevies, Chris. Look, you know what you need? You need a 300-round magazine. You got to make sure that this becomes a voting issue. It's got to be one of those issues where you decide your position on the issue, senator or candidate for House or Senate, on what we're going to do on us with assault weapons and how have to have, able to have 300 rounds in a magazine. And mag- I mean, what you say on public lands, John- three, 300 rounds in a magazine. Chris, what was that thing at the end of public lands? Is this the megahertz and stuff like that working together? I knew it was. I knew it was stupid technology. Anyway, a 300-round magazine. You know, 
Communists, I will tell you, you're never going to have any of my guns, and every time you bring it up, it just makes me go buy more and more ammunition. But I think maybe you would find a little bit more success with your gun grabbing if you would learn anything about them, absolutely anything about them. I remember, oh gosh, what is his name? Chris, I want you to look this up while I'm doing it. You remember Ferguson? Remember the insane Ferguson riots where they burned down Ferguson, Missouri? So the guy who died, they said he was, you know, hands up, don't shoot, which turned out to be a complete lie. Cop was totally exonerated after. But because the media has always wanted a race war in the country and all the LGBTQ Air Force, the Antifa, the BLM, that they've always wanted communities to burn. So they all pushed this gigantic lie afterwards. And of course, every idiot professional athlete ran out with his hands up and all this other stuff. And Ferguson, Missouri burned. And while the burning was going on, of course, the American media was encouraging it. And then they were complaining about any law enforcement or National Guard response. They were complaining that someone was trying to stop the rioting. And I think his name was Ryan Riley, might be his name, or something like that, Chris. He's a, re- he's a reporter. No, though, I'm talking about the reporter. There's a reporter. He took a picture of, you know, the, the, the earplugs, the little squishy earplugs. You've probably seen pictures of them before if you're not a shooter. The ones where you kind of twist them up and you stuff them in your ear and they expand. And they're decent little earplugs, right? Real cheap. He took a picture of the earplugs on the ground and he said, are these... Can anyone confirm that these are blank rounds? <laughs> he got made fun of so bad. <laughs> I love it. Chris, you know what? I can taste it. I can taste it, Chris. Jesse, in your opinion, what is the best Western movie of all time? Tombstone, Unforgiven, or Open Range? He says, of course. Now, listen. <laughs> I'm going to say something that's going to upset you. You're going to write me hate mail about it. And I understand. I understand the visceral hatred this is going to create inside of you for me, but I've got to say it anyway. Unforgiven sucks. Everybody talks about how great the movie Unforgiven is. Unforgiven this, Unforgiven that. Look, I'm a Clint Eastwood fan. I grew up watching his spaghetti westerns. And I grew up watching John Wayne movies. We were we just we were a Western family. That's what we watched was Western movies. Cowboys, Indians, gunfights, that kind of thing. I had the little I had the little toy six shooter on my hip. And I'll never forget one time when I was a kid, I got twin six shooters and I could walk around and I would practice my drawing and whatnot. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was me, Chris. It was totally me. So I'm a Western guy. Love Clint Eastwood. Unforgiven is billed as this great movie. Clint Eastwood gets his butt kicked like the entire movie. And I realize at the very end, he gets laid down drunk and goes in and kills a bunch of people. And that was cool. But when I go to the movies, I want to see Clint Eastwood killing people. I don't go to the movies to see Clint Eastwood crying and getting beaten up. And that sucks. That sucks. Unforgiven sucks. Tombstone is maybe the best Western ever. I think maybe you left one off the list that people do not realize. They forget how great this movie, they forget the movie even exists. Silverado. 
When's the last time you watched Silver Silverado? Go look at the cast of Silverado. Silverado is a great movie. Absolutely great movie. That's one of the ones that inspired me to do two six guns, Chris, because Kevin Costner's in that movie and has he has these two sweet six guns and they were silver. And the ones I got for my birthday was silver. Look, I killed a lot of bad guys with those six guns, Chris. A lot. All right. It was Ryan Riley, the reporter. <laughs> anyway, the world was a safer place when I had those six guns on, Chris. Jesse. I loved Starbucks coffee for years, but in the newspaper, I read that they were going to pay for pregnant employees that live in states with strict abortion laws to go to an abortion open state if she wanted an abortion. Part of the company health plan. Starbucks is no more. Shameful. Says there's also switched phones, so on and so forth. And the question, there's a question at the end that says, when you say you have no empathy, do you mean it? Because it seems like you do. Okay, first let's address the Starbucks thing. You have options, more options than you think. I don't live in a big city. I mean, I, I don't. I live in a small area. And of course, there's a Starbucks because there's a bunch of white women here. But there are tons of local coffee shops that have sprouted up where you can get a great cup of coffee from a family-owned business that loves you and your values. You don't have to go to Starbucks anymore. Walk away from Starbucks. Walk away from that filth. Make them feel it. That's one, too. No, I don't have any empathy at all. And I try to, well, I don't, you know what? I don't know. Maybe it's not that I don't have empathy. I think I just come off as really cold when I don't mean to come off as cold. What Chris? Chris says I'm direct. Maybe that's it. I'm direct. And, and I've look, I've told you this story before. Uh, my folks had a dog. His name was Jack. He died. And my sons, my sons loved him, loved him. He was a great dog for the kids. My sons loved him. And they'd just roll around with the dog all the time and they'd hang out and whatnot. And finally Jack died. Well, my folks were up in Montana when the dog died and we were down in, in, we were down here in Texas and we find out that the dog died and the wife pulls me aside and she's like, okay, the boys are out there in the living room. Jack is dead. How do you, how do you want to approach this? Like, how should we, how should we do this? And I said, well, no, let's just go tell him. She said, no, 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 I don't know. What are you talking about? No, we have to be nice. And I said, no, 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 no. And I just walked out in the living room and I said, boys, Jack, you know Jack? Yeah, we know Jack. He's dead. He died. And I just kind of let it sit there. Let it sit there and hang in the air like that. My wife was horrified. Absolutely horrified. And then the boys started crying and whatnot. I thought that was just, that's the way I would want to be told. I guess, that's the, I guess that's where I come from. That's the way I would want it. Don't sugarcoat it for me. What's going on? Chris, Chris, Chris is saying he went the way of the goldfish that I murdered. That's another story, Chris. Tell that story. You know, we'll tell that story on Monday. All right. Oh, I got this email. Dear most handsome Oracle. About a month ago or so, you joked about testing the hero guns effectiveness on Chris for a chance to meet the great Oracle and make for some great TV. Now that your show is televised, I will volunteer myself for you to try it on me. It will be a great promotion for how effective the gun is while making incredibly funny television and radio. I'm not joking. I will do it to meet you. You're the best thing on radio since Rush. He says I can use his name. His name is Mike. We might have to do that. We'll try the new Hero Arrow on there. Chris, did I tell you about this thing yet? The thing, it's, I got to get one. We're going to get one. For, I'm going to get one for you for the studio. It's the size and shape of a small television remote control. That's what it is. And instead of shooting the hero balls, the, the balls like the hero gun does, 
it shoots this gel spray, this th- that pepper gel. It cre- it shoots a spray out there. It's easy to carry around. You put it in your pocket or your purse, and it's a, got a double barrel of the gel spray on there. Brutal. And it has this loud siren on there. Get a hero arrow for yourself and your spouse and your kids. It's so cool. And it's so much easier to carry around than really anything else. It's just, I mean, you, if you were to look at it, you wouldn't know what it was. You don't need a concealed carry permit either. Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE, and that gets you the new Hero Arrow, a special discount on it. And the Hero Gun is still there as well with a special discount. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and it is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. You can email the show while we're on the air. That's fine. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Speaking of running with the devil, here's Obama. We have to take steps to de- detoxify our discourse, particularly the scourge of disinformation and conspiracy theories and hate online that uh, has polluted our political discourse all those conspiracy theories conspiracy theories like i mean think about get this wrap your mind around this people were actually saying at one point how crazy is this the vaccine stops the spread of coronavirus isn't that hilarious we have to stop those kind of dangerous conspiracy theories out there think how many people think how many people could get hurt if they believed a conspiracy theory like that (laughs) that kind of misinformation Only hurts people. I agree. We should shut it down immediately. So I opened up the show in case you missed it. The whole show's on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. I opened up the show talking about taking the temperature of the room and how Democrats, they're doing this big January 6th show trial when all these people are hurting, can't fill up the car, can't afford this, can't afford that. And they're not taking the temperature of the room. They're not. Well, I swear I didn't write this headline myself. Headline is this. What causes a recession? Maybe it's you and how grumpy you are about the economy. Yes, this is from Fortune magazine. Essentially, they're saying your bad mood, you not liking how things are going, you complaining how things are going, you're the reason we're going to go into a recession. This is what happens, by the way, when you have an economy that shifts from being a manufacturing economy to a consumer spending economy. That's what we have now. If you look, there are, there are fascinating graphs that will show you this online of, of how we used to be you know, back, back, in the ni- or back in the 20th century. We used to be totally manufacturing-based economy. And it'll, you can see on the graph, it, surely, it slowly shifts. It slowly shifts from being a manufacturing-based economy to a consumer spending economy. Well, if times get tough, you stop spending, as you should, right? You got to look out for you and yours. Well, then, of course, all the experts out there say, whoa, what is going on? What, what? It's your fault for not spending money. You see how dangerous it is? This is how dangerous it is. Look, we forget about we forget about all kinds of Blessings we have until times get tough, right? Speaking of blessings, 
We do have to remember during these times to bless others too, don't we? I do too. Look, I'm selfish. I am the most selfish person alive. You know I'm a bad person. I lack empathy or morals or anything like that. I have to remind myself, hey, uh, Tunnel to Towers is right there, and they're helping out widows and orphans. Aren't we pretty much commanded to help out widows and orphans? They're paying off mortgages for Gold Star families, first responders, military. They're building an entire community in Florida for Gold Star families. And they're not asking a lot because, I mean, we don't even have a lot right now, right? They're asking for $11 a month. 11 bucks. Go to T, the number two, T.com, T, or t, .org, T2T.org, T, the number two, T.org, 11 bucks a month, T2T.org. And look, hey, no worries. It's, Joe Biden thinks we're at an inflection point. We stand at an inflection point. I know you're tired of hearing me say this when I was running, and I continue to say it. We're at an inflection point. More is going to change in the next 10 years than has changed in the last 30 years in the world. Decisions we make today are going to have far-reaching impacts on our future. They're going to last well into the middle of the century. And business leaders, as many you all see, the trends that I'm reporting are pointing as clearly as I do. And our challenge is to shape the outcomes. So the future. Remember, as you sit here, I mean, I'm looking at a headline right now. National average price of gas spikes to $5 a gallon. That's the highest in history. In the history of the world, that's the highest. As you sit here and you look on in horror at the state of the in- inflation and, and gas prices and all these other things, as you, as you, as you sit here and witness all this, Remember, they're looking at the same thing and they're excited. You're horrified. They're excited. The communist has always understood out of the ashes of misery and destruction, he gets more power. He understands that. They're not looking around at everything that's happening right now and saying, oh, no, dang it. Ugh. <clears throat> Cannot believe we screwed up these gas prices. They're looking around right now and they're saying to themselves, This is wonderful. If we burn it all down, as they've always wanted to do, then we get to build it up in the way we want. And remember, the way they want is them ruling over you as kings and queens. It'll be global communism for everybody or globalism, whatever you want to call it. But they will be the kings and queens. They will rule. They look at your freedoms as being absurd and they look at your freedoms as actually being harmful to the greater good. Your freedoms hold back society. Why are you so free to own a 300 round man? You got to make sure that this becomes a voting issue. It's got to be one of those issues where you decide your position on the issue of senator or candidate for house or senate on what we're going to do on us with assault weapons and how have to have, able to have 300 rounds in a magazine and mag- I mean what you say on public lands. You should only be able to own the weapons they want you to own, which are none. You should be able to say what they want you to say, which is all lies. You should sit there and shut up like the good little peasant you are, like the little serf you are, while your lords, while the nobles over you tell you where to go, what to eat, what to drive, what not to drive, how many guns you're allowed to have, what you're allowed to say about this medication or that medication or the border or anything else. That's the world they have envisioned. That's what we're up against. 
We're up against people who believe they should rule as kings and queens. And as you're sitting there being destroyed, they're looking on and they're saying to themselves, this is awesome. I, I feel like I feel like we're going to come out on the back end of this really, really well. And we have to ask ourselves too, and I'm going to move on here because we have a bunch of Ask Dr. Jesse questions and I only have an hour left and we have to make fun of CNN and all kinds of things. We have to ask ourselves too, remember, who are we sending back to Washington to fight against these people? Are we sending back Republicans with any guts who understand what time it is? Or are we sending back the same gutless losers we've been sending back who don't want to accomplish anything? They want a couple hearings on TV. I, I saw Lindsey Graham is going to debate Bernie Sanders on Fox News. Oh, barf. You've got to be kidding. All right, and remember, you can watch me do my radio show now if you want to do that. The simulcast is available. You just have to go to thefirsttv.com slash jesse. Thefirsttv.com slash jesse. We'll be back. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.